Hey everyone, welcome back to She Builds Empires. It's your host, Bridget Eileen Sisko. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about this athlete mentality, but not just the athlete mentality, also kundalini yoga and entrepreneurship and being a business owner and everything in between. And you might be thinking to yourself, what do those have in common? And I'm going to share that in today's episode. So buckle up, feel free to take this episode with you on a walk as you drive to the grocery store, wherever you're going today, maybe you're cooking something amazing and enjoy the ride. I wanna pause for a moment and just say thank you so much for believing in this show, believing in the mission and the vision of this show. I want this show to reach as many incredible women as possible to serve as a source of inspiration because everyone that I'm interviewing on this show has done some pretty impeccable things, right? They're making a lot of money in their business. They're building an empire. They're bringing people together. They're making money for doing things that they love. But we're not just talking about just the money. We're really here explaining the entire experience because business is not linear. It's quite non-linear, actually. And I want everyone to know who listens to this that it's not just rainbows and daisies and that there are many times throughout the human experience and, of course, the entrepreneurial journey, which is basically like a self-development, personal development course all in one, we experience ups, down, twists, turves, curves, and everything in between. So let's jump into today's episode. If you haven't followed us on Instagram yet, Please follow us at She Builds Empires podcast and check out one of the latest reels because I had a massive aha that this is basically the MTV Cribs of podcasting. We want to know the behind the scenes journey of these incredible women. And what I'm going to make sure I do is share the behind the scenes. You're going to learn a lot about my life and my business and some of the ups and the downs and the challenges and how to navigate that. Because I think one of the important reasons of this show is to be able to navigate and circumvent and transurf these life experiences that we have. And just know that you're not alone wherever you're at on the journey. So let's jump into it. What do Kundalini Yoga, the athlete mentality, and business have in common? Well, they really have everything in common. Now, On Tuesday, we listened to an episode with Fabian, and she talked all about this athlete mentality and the mindset and the edge it gives you in business. She is a professional athlete. Go take a look at that episode to hear a little bit more about her story and her journey. But now in my own life, I've had many, many moments where I'm doing something physically challenging, where I've made this direct link to business. And now maybe you're not the athlete, but maybe you practice yoga. Now for me, I practice kundalini yoga. And I'll go into, you know, what that is in just a little bit. But maybe you practice yoga and you've had some of these same experiences where you are holding a hard posture in a challenging pose and you feel yourself expanding the threshold of what is possible. Now back in 2021, I did a Spartan race with my husband and a couple of other family members It was a 13-mile race, and now Spartan races are never flat, so this one specifically is up a mountain in New Jersey, and it is a straight vertical elevation game. Now, Spartan races are never really actually the 
amount of miles that they say they're going to be. So this one was actually around 15 miles. In Spartan races, there are these obstacles, right? You might be jumping over things, you might be hanging, you might be crawling, you might be hoisting yourself up or pulling ropes down. And during this race, I actually got injured on the third out of like 30 obstacles. So in that moment, I was like, oh shit. I know I need to finish because I'm not going to give up. But I also knew that I needed to do something to regain mental control, to be able to pivot and refocus my attention. I decided to not obviously do the rest of the obstacles and simply hike the rest of the way. Now, this is where the mental game and the mindset comes in, right? We see this a lot in athletes. And just like what I explained to you with what happened to me, I knew it was going to be a mental game. I knew their physical would be there, but I knew I'd be okay physically. But I knew to get through that, I was going to need something to support me. Now, in my background of yoga, I loved the study and the science of sound, which is mantra. Man being a mind and tra being the vehicle. So a vehicle to, to direct the mind's focus. That's what sound can do. Sound changes consciousness. The words we speak, those are sounds as well. What we focus on, those are sounds as well. So I knew I knew I needed something to support <laughs> my process during that race. And I came up with a very, very simple mantra. I'm strong, I'm beautiful, I'm capable. So as I'm hiking up this these mountains in high heat, I'm strong, I'm beautiful, I'm capable. I'm strong and beautiful, I'm capable. And I created a song for myself. And the more that we repeat, this is how we reprogram the subconscious mind, which is typically the driver of the show. So there I am. I'm strong and beautiful and capable. I'm strong and beautiful and capable. I'm strong and beautiful and capable. This is that mental game, the mindset that comes in. And it's very interesting. I watch a lot of, my husband and I watch a lot of ultra running documentaries. And there's this incredible athlete named Courtney DeWalter. And she's an ultra runner. So an ultra marathon is anything over 26 miles marathon. And she's not just doing like 27 miles, she's doing like 250 miles. And it's very fascinating to listen to her talk because of course there's the physical aspect of it, but what she really says is it becomes a mental game to be the most consistent one in the room. Now, everything we do in the physical world, our businesses, we get to have a big goal and we get to stick to it, right? That big dream, start small mentality and simply work backwards. The thread between all of these practices here is that drive, consistency, and showing up are the name of the game. So the athlete mentality is to continue to push ourselves. Of course, you know, like we need to honor our bodies and I'm not interested in pushing, pushing myself to the point of fatigue or injury. Yet, I know that I'm much more capable of what I think I can do. In business, obviously we need some goals, right? We need those grounded, tangible things that we are working towards. And in Kundalini Yoga, we have these practices 
that challenge us. But in all three of these examples, drive, consistency, and showing up are the name of the game. And I like to call this mental endurance because anything that you do in your life requires mental endurance. And an example of this is the other day, Eric and I did a six-hour race where it was how many one-mile loops can you do in the six hours? It was a 300-foot elevation gain for each of those miles. We did 10. We needed to cut it a little bit short. But there was a lot of repetitive action in that. So I knew that I would get bored. And this is where the mind comes in and the mental endurance to keep going and to persevere in the face of, oh, shit, this is not that fun. Right. So let's start to bring in Kundalini Yoga and then we'll get more into the business part of it. So Kundalini Yoga, if you're not familiar with this, this is the yoga of awareness. Kundalini is a practice that connects us with our highest potential, our dormant potential. The belief that we all have this potential, right, to live out our lives and do certain things based on soul contracts and what we came onto the planet to do. But most of us are living at a small percentage of that potential. And we practice kundalini yoga, which is a combination of what we call kriyas, which are movements and postures like the physical yoga asana that you might be familiar with. Mantra, so sound. There's a lot of chanting and I love it. You'll catch me in the car. Kundalini mantra chanting whenever I want. There's breath. There's a, there's a lot of heavy breath practices as well as some really deep nourishing and cooling practices. I'm thinking of left nostril breathing right away here. Love that. Or Shatali breath, similar to a typical pranayama practice. There are mudras, so hand gestures to focus the energy and connect with the brain. And there's also, of course, meditation. So there's a lot of long meditations, right? 11 minutes, 22 minutes, and so on. And this is a practice that expands us. It expands our awareness. It expands what's possible for us. And I always say, take what you think about yoga, throw it out the window, and that's what kundalini yoga is. It's weird. It's really weird. And the saying is that, the weird in the practice, right? The chanting, the weird arm movements, holding your arms in the air for 11 minutes is something that you might do. So it's a little weird, right? Handling the weird in the practice helps you handle the weird in life, right? So we do the challenging things now. Think about this with the athlete mentality. It's like we show up for maybe you like to go for runs or you go to the gym or you do some workout classes. You experience the challenge in a controlled environment so that you can navigate the challenge in your life or in your business with a little bit more ease and grace. And I've had so many experiences of, you know, not wanting to show up for the Kundalini Yoga practice. And you can think about this with any meditation practice or devotional practice that you might have, right? The mind comes up with so many reasons why we shouldn't do it. Just like in business, if you have a new idea, but you haven't done it yet, you have imposter syndrome. There's all these things that come up and the mind is like, ah, nah, you shouldn't do that. It's not a good idea. And for example, I did a 120 day Subak Kriya, which is a Kriya for prosperity, bringing prosperity and abundance into your life and helping you get in the room is the saying, which I just love. I just love. 
And I was trying to find, you know, all the reasons why I didn't need to show up for the practice. It's like, oh, I'm tired <laughs> or I have a call, these silly things. But what I've learned is that all we need to do is show up. Experience the thing, right? The only way out is through or there is a way through every block and just navigate it. Navigate what's in front of us. But the practice is in patterning these experiences now, right? So the heart of the physical challenge when you go to the gym can then translate to your ability to navigate a difficult conversation in your business. The challenge of holding your arms in the air for 11 minutes can then navigate to the challenge of showing up on your first online video or doing something in your business like having a really important call with a potential client or strategic partner that you're really excited about, but you're like, who the heck am I to do this? It helps us navigate things with a little bit more ease and grace. And I always like to think the way I show up in my practice is the way I want to show up in life. So sometimes I don't always want to be there. But once I'm in the room, once I'm on the mat, I'm going to do my best. Right? Once I'm in the arena, I'm going to do my best. Sometimes I need someone to push me into that ring or arena. A little gentle nudge, right, from a mentor or a friend or a partner or a parent or anyone, an advisor, someone who supports you. But we just need to get in the ring and we need to show up and we need to do our best. So let's think about business in general. Starting a business comes with a whole host of challenges for us to navigate. Right? Okay, well, what is the business? Who do I serve? Who is this for? Is there a market for the thing I want to sell to people? Right? Because you need people to just, you need the people that want the thing that you're going to sell to have a viable business. If not, you're going to have a hobby. And it could be a fun hobby, but it's probably going to be a hobby. So we have all these questions. And then you go into the, you know, formation of the business, like taxes and LLCs, depending on where you're, where you're at in the world. There's all these little things, maybe paying people, hiring people. So maybe you're hiring a team. Maybe you're building out a course or a program or a product and you need to begin to set up systems in your business. And you're like, what? I don't know how to do this. Right. So there's lots of things that can come up on the entrepreneurial journey. Maybe a hard conversation. Maybe you need to let go of someone. Maybe you need to fire someone. All of these situations in business, I see as a beautiful opportunity to be able to handle them before they happen so that we can just move through again with a little bit more ease and grace. And I always see everything in our lives connected, right? My business is not really so, so separate from my life. And if I'm able to do my best in other areas of my life, I believe that that patterns my ability to do my best in the business area of life. So let's just bring this all together. I'm sure you're beginning to see some of these threads in your own business or in your own life. And the purpose of this episode was not to say, well, you need to go do some Spartan races or sign up for the latest trail run in your local community or, you know, flail your arms in the air and practice Kundalini yoga. It's no. But how can you begin to pattern some of these experiences in your life now, right? 
what practices do you have that support you personally that then pattern how you can support yourself in your business? Because of course, there's a parallel. Of course, of course, of course. And part of this show is not just to talk about the rainbows, daisies, and the money people are bringing in, but it's to talk about some of the real things that tend to come up as a business owner and how we have to navigate that. And personally, I'm at this space right now in my business of having a lot of really cool opportunities coming in my way. And you know what's coming up for me? That little imposter syndrome that goes, who the heck am I to be this person that does this thing? right? Those little voices of, I'm only 28 years old. What do I know? And these little things that can come up for us. Another thing I've been implementing and dealing with is creating systems in this business, right? When you transition from just operating as a solopreneur or just you, You don't have to disseminate information. You don't need to delegate. You don't necessarily have to have all these structures and systems unless you want to. So making that transition from one person to having a team of people and managing people has been a very challenging transition for me. So this is where I go back to my devotional practice. That is a non-negotiable in my life because I know that it prepares me to show up as best as I can in my actual life and in my business, right? I use my spiritual and devotional practices as a business meeting with the divine, with my spirit team. So before I actually sit down at this computer, I've grounded myself, I've sat, I've relaxed. So for you in your own life, as you are growing a business, as you are navigating change and growth, right? And anytime we are navigating growth, there's this like threshold. And I always feel like it's this energetic space of a little bit of discomfort, right? Because to reach that next level is to expand past the threshold of what we've experienced in our physical body, in the energetic body, in the emotional body. It is this expansion and it can be quite uncomfortable. So what practices can you implement into your life to support you? And it might not be directly related to your business, right? Because Kundalini Yoga doesn't look like it relates to my business. Doing these wild athletic events doesn't look like it relates to my business, but everything is connected. So here is your invitation to say, how can I support myself better? How can I support myself to be a great version of myself, to navigate change, to navigate emotions, right? Maybe you are experiencing a lot of um, just feeling highly emotional. Maybe you're excited. Maybe you're scared. Maybe you feel like yourself, you're crying a lot. All of it's okay. Anything you're experiencing is okay. Do you have the support that you need and the practices to sustain you? Thank you for listening today. If you are enjoying these solo casts as well, please let me know. I'm really dedicated and devoted to building a community around this podcast. Here I go again with community, right? Building a community around this podcast. I want to gather people together who believe in this mission, who want to pull back the veil of business and understand that it's not just rainbows and daisies and then move into, okay, how do we navigate this? How do we grow? What type of support do we need? 
And it's not just in the business. It can also be in our life. Please share this episode and the podcast and the show with a great person that you know just needs this message right now. Make sure if you are not already subscribed to go onto Spotify, go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review, as well as following us on Instagram at She Builds Empires Podcast. Thank you so much and get ready for next week's episode. I look forward to seeing you there.